It's time for another episode of 2.52 With your host, Ralphie D, Frank G, and Kuwata Kirk Did you see Creed? I didn't watch it yet, but at some point Did someone sit him down and say Adonis, pull yourself together <laughs> it, it needs to be there, man it's even better uh, if it's Rocky going, hey, yeah, yo, what done us, but pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was well done, though. Last and uh, the director of the movie, he is a total Bay Area guy. I mean, okay. I saw an interview with him on The Daily Show, and man... He has that Bay Area swagger and speech. <laughs> nice. Lots it, of hellas it, in there. This is hilarious. <laughs> no, I'm saying, man, he's got this just his way of speaking. You know, he's just <laughs> sounds like Bay Area cat. That's real. But he's like a brilliant director, you know. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, I got I got that sitting here. I haven't checked it out yet. It looks like it's pretty cool. Everybody says it's good. Yeah, it is good. It is good. From the first time that I saw that trailer, you know, way back when, I was starting to get excited about Creed. I saw it. I want to say I saw it twice. Yeah, I think and definitely see that they're going to try to milk this one for all that it's worth. And I think um, we're talking... Um, uh, a nomination for, for Sly's performance. Oh, well, that would yeah. uh, bookend his career pretty much. Yeah. Might be a nice way to do it. And then he needs to retire after that, though, or only do sequels to this. <laughs> we don't need the uh, next Rambo. Well, I would say I did watch that last Rambo movie. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It really it really wasn't that bad. Uh, Expendable 3 was bad. <laughs> yeah, even that last Rambo, though, it's got to be close to 10 years ago. He's getting kind of, he's got that, like, saggy, weird look to him now. You know, well, he's still he muscly because he's injecting whatever he does there, but he's, you know, he's someone's grandpa. A guy's got to be close to 70 years old, right? Old bastard. Yeah. He's too old to be running around with his shirt off in the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> like it's you know, like Clint Eastwood. You can play that old man, but keep your damn shirt on. You know? Off my lawn. <laughs> See, there needs to be. They're, they're working on that uh, sequel, The Twins, and we need to have them as old angry men. I, I can see this. The the bitter Schwarzenegger. I think it's funny. I think Schwarzenegger is having that uh, that rejuvenated. Um, life right now like he seems like he's doing a lot more that he that he hasn't done before like he's doing those he's like doing commercials and he's showing up at odd places and he just seems to be uh more having fun and kind of poking fun at him at himself he's he's in the i don't give a fuck stage yeah i think that's what it is yeah uh, he's like what else what do i have to lose he's out having fun you know yeah, I'm saying and like they already busted me with the ugly maid, so fuck it. <laughs> what else can I do? They found out where I like to put my penis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and apparently it's in anything. <laughs> <laughs> anything that moves. 
<laughs> if it moves, I can fuck it. And uh, speaking of uh, movies, I, I just heard today on the news that Star Wars is officially now taking over the number one spot as the highest grossing uh, domestic movie. It, it beat Avatar now. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? What yeah, is beautiful that, about I knew that was coming. It only it's took him like uh, three yeah. weeks instead of six months, too. The first time I saw it, I was just really sitting there nervous, like just hoping to God it didn't suck. <laughs> you know? But I really didn't enjoy it. Enjoy it. Because I was like, oh, man, please just, oh, man, please just don't let this fucking movie suck. And then the second time I watched it, I was able to relax. <laughs> I felt like I felt like my own personal money was invested in this movie. <laughs> but um, it was just that whole because I mean Ralphie, we were we were there in line with all the fanboys for Phantom Menace. I remember it was playing in uh, it wasn't playing in Fairfield. We had to go to the theater in Vacaville to see it. Wasn't playing in Fairfield. What the fuck? It was not playing in Fairfield for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because maybe it was a, a midnight that they were showing and they oh. were only showing it in back room. That and not be. Fairfield, I can't remember. But I just remember they had this huge line. We were all out there and they had the people who were camped out. We we didn't do that. But we did go really early and was there all night long with all the fanboys and everyone was in their costumes and shit and you know, I remember right when the music came on and everybody was clapping and cheering and everything and R2-D2 came on screen and people started clapping and cheering and everything. And then pretty much after that, <laughs> kind of got kind of silent in there. <laughs> I don't know where we were at and people here definitely didn't have any problems with it and, and nobody really disliked it at all until either the second film came out and wasn't very good or the people on the internet started ranting about how it wasn't good. Because we went, I went with like five different people and everybody thought it was great for when it was new. No. After see, a while. <laughs> we, we definitely went and everybody had, it was a whole hum kind of a, like the movie was over and everybody was just, okay. It wasn't, it was just it like, wasn't I don't as know. good as the old ones. That was for sure. But yeah. yeah. It, was, it was definitely, it was kind of like, okay, well, all right, well, I guess it is what it is. But I, I can say... Now looking back on it, I think um, the actors not having like practical locations and stuff. I think yep. I think it just comes. I think people's performance come off different because you know they did a whole set for the Millennium Falcon and everything, and people got to see it and was like they had the actors themselves were kind of awestruck looking at the sets, and so when they were playing it, you know it kind of comes out on film. You know, I think when you're just in a in a studio with some green screens and they're like, okay, yeah, there's a whole mystical, magical world right behind you. People are like, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> Say your line. <laughs> yeah, there's no, uh, there's no emotion or reacting to anything because there's nothing there to emote with or react to. So that makes a huge difference. Right. I saw a scene, uh, there's a, somewhere online that was behind the scene things and like, here's behind the scenes shot of uh, something from The Force Awakens and it was like, you know, looking at the movie, there was all the, you know, practical everything, all the little, you know, stuff was there, all the little aliens in the background was all people in costumes. And like, here's a similar scene from uh, Attack of the Clones. That's like two dudes in front of a green screen having a lightsaber battle with nothing. You know, like, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, there was really, literally a lot of those scenes were them in an entirely green, like that whole arena battle where there's like 200 Jedis versus whatever. 
it's just yeah. everybody in a green room swinging their sticks back and forth at nothing. And then if you see it, you, when you, you're like, wow, they're really making you know, bad reactions because they're reacting to nothing. You know, and then when you look at it in the finished version after seeing that, you see, oh, okay, that's what that is. They're, that sucks because they don't know what the hell they're doing. So it was really the right. problem with those movies wasn't with the, that they were bad, you know, badly written or badly storied or any of that. It's just they were badly made films because he was trying to do push the effects so hard. You know, it was a great. It made movies better for now because everything he did, people do now, and it works. You know, so it was a, a technology push for sure, but it made the movies kind of bleh. Right, and you know. <sighs> I'll give it some uh, a little bit of leeway too, because uh, apparently at that time uh, Lucas had some young kids, and uh, he was, and he said, you know, you know, these are movies for kids. These are kids' movies. Yeah, and they so, really were. His daughter is in the Phantom Menace. She's one of the girls that's talking to Anakin outside of his, you know, his whatever his pod racer when he's trying to build it. So uh, he stuck his kids in there, and yeah, they were probably like nine-year-olds or something like that. But, you know, when did we see those movies? <laughs> you know? like how old were we exactly when we started watching those? Like, I was, you know, four. Or I don't something. know, I was like four. Yeah, <laughs> four years old. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, the one good thing apparently about my the, aunt, you know, the Disney. Apparently my aunt didn't see it. So, yeah. Yeah. See, they they get that it's a family thing. It's not just for four year olds. It's not just for thirty five year olds in robes. It's for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, think, that, uh, that is a tough line to uh, tightrope to walk. So I I understand. The last ones didn't put in enough for the people in the robes. They were aimed too much at the kids. You know, right. There's a toy empire to maintain there too. You know. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well. The way I see it is, and again, I may be oversimplifying things, but when you have a franchise movie like that and you just do what you do, the merchandising is going to come because before this new movie even came out, their merch their merch sales were doing okay. That little BB-8 was flying off the shelves, and everybody was like, hey, look, it's a ball droid. It looks cool, you know? Do you even know what kind of character he is going to be? Flying off the shelf, we couldn't even find one. I and I do admit, oh, Cool Water Kurt was doing that last minute shopping, and there was nothing, and I mean nothing available. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, wee!" I got my kids some pedestrian Star Wars, whatever was left, to wrap it up. <laughs> but they loved it. Dude, that's yeah, the thing. But along that same token. Up- uh, during the holiday season, uh, I went to a couple of uh, white elephant gift exchanges, and I'd say 72% of the gifts in each gift exchange were Star Wars gifts. That definitely happened in, in mine. My, my white elephant right. uh, Yankee swap party, it was I like, yeah, about, half the, about half the stuff there was Star Wars cups and mugs and blankets and and, and the things were getting swapped. People were taking it. The picture like, on my wall that I got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got you a nice Star Wars. Everybody, huh? I'm trying to get me Yeah, on, it, on one party, I bought something Star Wars, and on another party, I received something Star Wars. So my Star Wars uh, 
<laughs> my Star Wars Christmas thing was well balanced. Ah, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. That goes back to say, like, if if you know you got a good product, the merchandise is going to come out. Now, if they make, uh, not if, when they make number eight, I hope they stay with what they were doing with number seven. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a director. They've got the same production team. It's just the director changing. So it's like yeah, the, the overall... The, that's the thing. They, they got the director changing. Like, yeah, but I, the arc is in place. Too. You know, the, who, the first three, they mean, or, you know, the, the original three movies were directed by three different people. Right. That's true. Yeah. So and, not, uh, and each of those movies has a has a different feel too. Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi each have a different feel. Whereas, uh, all three, you know, the, the prequels they feel like one long boring CGI fest. And uh, you know, yeah, it seems like if we're if getting they had changed it up more. That might have made it better. Actually, you're right. Just well, well I can say that I remember not liking one or or feeling um, feeling unfulfilled when I saw the Phantom Menace and when I saw Attack of the Clones I was just like that 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 guy is not good who they got to play Anakin I was like he's not good oh my God. he's not good <laughs> and uh, but I did like the third one what was that for, for Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. I did like that one you know, Even if you though see that guy, the actor, he's wow. he's not as bad in other things when he has someone actually giving him direction. <laughs> I yeah. would say that, yeah. that it was more of the yeah. whole package. He, he was screwing with that guy too. So, but uh, don't worry. Apparently, he's coming back for some little bits. <laughs> we yeah, we may see him again. That, 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 he, he was not good. He was not good. <laughs> Yeah, in those films. No, but, but see, he's acting with Natalie Portman, who is also a, you know, she's good, but in that movie, she sucks. You know, because it's just, it's just, they're in a green room with no emotion and a director that likes to say, whatever, it's good, just do it. I got to put some more effects yeah. up. <laughs> you fucking yeah. humans are not my concern. Yeah. Just get on with it, you know. And not everybody who's ever worked with him has said that same thing. They're like, you know, George's direction is garbage, but he has a vision. <laughs> you know, so so well, it works. Works in direct. You know, works good for him. Just difficult to get through sometimes. As people who are geniuses yeah, tend to be, you know, kind of hard to work with sometimes. You know, you get so excited just because you're in a George Lucas movie, and then you're in it. You're like, oh wait, the what? Is what it is. Here's one for you. Go back. Go back and see the new movie again. And, and and imagine in your mind that Finn is actually Cool Water Kurt. See how well that works. <laughs> There's a couple of times, man. I'm like, dude, that's Kurt up there. What the fuck is he? Like the wit that would come out. I'm like, that's totally you. <laughs> you know, it's like I said, when I saw it the first time, I really saw it with a knot in my stomach. When I was able to relax and watch it, there was a there was a lot of beats that I missed the first time I watched it. And I'm pretty sure everybody's watched it by now, but I'm still not about, you know, saying any spoilers. But um, I want to say, I think me and Rafi was talking about, uh, I think it was me and Ralph, we were talking about certain uh, plot points that are just like, 
I was like a lot of things that just didn't make sense, but you just got so wrapped up in the movie that you just really didn't care. But when you sit back and think about it, you're like, wait a tick. <laughs> like, why would they do that and then do this? None of this makes sense. And are we really doing <laughs> this again? <laughs> like, Well, there's a couple of things there. A, uh, we can talk about stuff because I can edit out whatever we don't need. And it's been a month or whatever, but, uh, a lot of the things that people have asked questions yeah. about online and stuff are, you know, either things that they are, you know, logic where they just go, well, you should figure that out. But a lot of that stuff is also answered directly in the book for people who have those questions. And, uh, so we can talk about all that crap too. But the thing with the, are we really doing this again? What did people use in the military a hundred years ago here? What did they use in the military 50 years ago? What do they use now? It just evolves. Of course we're doing that again. You have plans for a gigantic weapon. You make it bigger and better and keep doing it. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Our planes that, have been shot down for 100 years, but we still keep making more planes. You know? Yeah. Then it's the same thing. Well, it's not the exact same weakness. You know, they had to do a little right. extra. We actually had to do that. The they actually that changed we, too. They edited. That was one of the last changes where they the, the trench run basically wasn't in there until like three weeks before, which is which is weird. Well, I, to me, it was kind of like, all right. So how did they uh, they kill the Death Star in New Hope, and how did they kill the Death Star in? Um, Return of the Jedi. Okay. It felt like they just mixed both of them and put them in yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. it's like we need to take down the shields and we need to hit that where you hit the wall palms, you know, whatever. So in eight, they're, they're going to have to take down the shields, trench run, get something in a small little place. And uh, who knows? Maybe well, there'll be like an American <laughs> gladiator type of uh, if they follow uh, the uh, if they follow the pattern, eight won't have a thing like that. But nine might. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If they, follow, if they follow it, it's going to be uh, Finn and Ray. Like, I love you. It's like, I know. It's like, oh, wow, they're doing that. It'll be neat to see what they do. I, I hate harping on the, um, on the goddamn prequels, but what they lacked were these likable characters that we damn near instantly cared about. I didn't give a shit about anybody in uh, <laughs> in uh, Phantom Menace, you know. Yeah, I exactly. Immediately, except you know, except Darth Maul, which I thought was a cool ass bad guy, and then how they just defeated him just seemed that. I mean, he was kicking their ass. Like Darth Maul looked saying? like he was like he was kicking their ass, and then what? You you pop him in the nose? That's what? That's the sweet spot. <laughs> no, he got he got overconfident. Is what the, the that was the lesson you were learning there? But, uh, oh, that was, was like, the lesson was. He, was he was up there fucking with him, letting off sparks in his face and stuff. If we had just killed him, we'd have been. But then he got distracted, and that's when he jumped up there and got the other saber, which he'd forgotten. Because mm. he was, he was being it. a gloating <laughs> Frank, dumbass. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, that, <laughs> that's, like uh, it. that's what he said when he came back. Anyways, I shouldn't have done that because that was my mistake. Yeah, he, he's, he's back, you know. Did you guys watch any of the Clone Wars series? No. Uh, there's like no. six seasons of that that you're missing story from. <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. You know what that? You know what that was? That was them trying to fix that mistake. That's what that was. <laughs> a lot of it was stuff like that. Where they were filling in stuff, yeah. So he he actually yeah. uh, he 
using the the power of the dark side, kept himself alive down in that thing long enough to, I don't know where he got, somehow ejected into a trash or something. And eventually he wound up in this junkyard planet and built himself some robot spider legs and literally was the top half of Darth Maul on a robot spider running around for a while. And then he got some legs back. (laughs) So they they went out there a little bit sometimes. I would say... um yeah, that was definitely trying to uh, make up for it. it, it it's almost like uh, when they did uh, X-Men Days of Future Past and they corrected everything from X-Men 3 that we all hated. <laughs> so they just said, they just been gollied the whole thing. And like, yeah, X3 never happened. <laughs> when Wolverine went back in time, they did this and we just fixed all these problems. <laughs> you know, Jim Gray. He's fine. Scott's alive. Professor X not dead. We just fixed all of that from X3. You know, it's funny, though. He wasn't dead at the beginning of Days of Future Past anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Don't pay attention to that plot hole. (laughs) That was a nice plot hole right there. Nice hole. And then... uh, I just want to say this one thing. Uh, Going back to... um, Episode 8 of Star Wars. The one thing that just annoyed me, and that's after the first time I watched it and the second time, I I actually, I didn't like the fact that, you know, in the opening scrawl, they got to say how that guy Poe, you know, he's the best pilot in the, in, the, in, the, in the rebellion or whatever, in the resistance. And then they open up the scene. They're always talking about, oh, you're the best pilot, you're the best pilot, you're the best pilot. I was like, I'd rather, you know, Stop, stop telling us every time the guy's on the screen that he's the best pilot. Just let him fly, let him do his things, and let us, as the audience, determine, oh man, you can see that that guy's the, the best pilot out of the thing, because when you try to force-feed it, then that's when you, that's me personally, when you try to force-feed me that this guy is the best, that's what I'm like, well, what is he really doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> to me, he couldn't even get a TIE fighter unhitched, you know, in the beginning. It's like, okay, we're stuck. Then you end up getting, you know, a crash, and then we don't see you again. And then when we do see you, you get your team, and half your team gets destroyed, and you don't, you want to know what's coming back. Yeah, like, but did you see what man. he did while he was in that ship, that shot? I mean, he shot like eight things and then was picking off individual stormtroopers while flying an X-Wing. <laughs> But uh, yeah. again, though, that whole thing, I'm, is, I know that they, you know, they shouldn't do that or whatever, but... Uh, all of that stuff seems like it might be put in there for the people who have been keeping up with the books for the year that they've been saying, read this stuff before the movie. Because uh, it, it leads to that. You know, there was a comic series about his parents and how his mom was the hotshot pilot right after from the Battle of Endor. There was a lot of stuff that, that, that they're filling in stuff there that you know you don't have the backstory. That doesn't make sense why they keep saying that, but it's, it's almost like, yeah. So it could, I could see how that okay. could be annoying. Yeah, and it is because I heard that they were like all of all of the books. They had said, "Don't worry about all the books, the old ones." So I guess they well, had no, it's different not, books. They threw out the old ones, though. None of that shit counts. Yeah. It's everything from twenty fourteen on or twenty fifteen, whenever Disney took over. Ah, okay. So there's maybe there's like four sort of easy reader books that are like for 15 year olds or so. And then there's maybe uh one or two regular adult 
type books, and then there's a couple comic series. Okay. And there's the running the running series on Disney. Well, then I can just say then from a person not reading right. the books. Yeah, exactly. They also cut Looking out about that, 15 minutes felt, of Poe. It felt, yeah, yeah, it felt forced. It felt forced. Yeah, no pun and intended. I was like, man. Yeah. yeah. When you see the uh, yeah. the DVD or the whatever, the home v- version with the, the deleted scenes, that should fill in some of that blanks too because I know there's at least two scenes of his that were missing entirely that were basically exposition. So I'd say, well, th- that's missing. <laughs> These parts well, yeah. are too talky. Take them out. Well, when once you do that, then they're not there. Well, but also you have to understand that the movie was it was it was pretty long, you know. And when it, when you're at a kids movie, because again, I'm there. I got yeah. my three year old and my eight year old, my ten year old. You know, thirteen year old, he's fine. The teenager, the the eighteen year old, she's fine, no problem. But the younger ones, I mean, once you start creeping after that, anything after that first hour. You're, you gotta go, you hear, Daddy, I gotta go pee. Daddy, I gotta go pee. Daddy, I'm hungry. You know, all of that happens after the first hour. You guys have theaters that allow kids that young still? Like, literally, ours have, have no one under 15 after 8 p.m. So I had to, I had to go well, to a 7 o'clock show because my kid's 10. <laughs> well, I, I also don't go to the theater that late when I have my children. Oh, okay. We went. We went to the nine thirty a.m. showing. Oh, yeah. I guess we could have stayed up all night and done that, but that would have been. I mean, we went to the Thursday one, so that was cool. <laughs> if oh, the earliest yeah, one yeah. was seven, we, anyway. We went to the Friday one, and yes, uh, I, my kids did not go to school. It's like that's hey, cool. We're that's going good. to Star Wars. <laughs> this is what so, you call that. Then you didn't have to wait in a massive line then, right? It was pretty much easy to get in and out. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it was actually pretty easy to get in. But it was, we did go a little early. We got in, no problem, got our concessions, sat down. We felt really good. But as it went to closer to screen time, it got got full. It was like, I'm glad we got there when we did. Because if we would have came like right before, you know, we probably wouldn't have been able to sit together. It got full fast (laughs) and it stayed full. It stayed full for what a week. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I went uh, the second time I went was the Monday after, and it was still sold out at like eleven thirty on a Monday yeah. or something. Yeah, at night. I mean, they, you can see they they made their money. They definitely made their money. You know, I, I, having not gone to movies for almost ten years, pretty much. You know, I do enjoy the way they do things now where it's, uh, you know, there's not that many people fit in the theater anymore because everyone has a reclining uh, comfy ass uh, chair and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, and there's uh, mm-hmm. reserve seats with tickets with numbers on them and stuff. So you pick where you want to sit before you go. So it's, like, ah, this, you know, this is how they should have been doing this for a long time. Now, ours don't have, uh, they have the, the thing where you can, you know, you can text message a thing and someone will bring stuff from the bar to you in your seat and shit. It's like, fuck. Yeah, we don't, ours doesn't do that, but they do tell you, oh, what theater are you in? We'll bring it to you. That's and cool. they do the thing where they kind of look for you in the dark. <laughs> you just have to keep your eye out for one them. So you just kind of wave your hand like, hey, I'm over here. <laughs> bring me my chicken nuggets, please. <laughs> oh, my mini corn dogs. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's crazy. But I do like that. People Come just going to take their date to the movies for dinner and drinks beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, when you talk about retro, um, 
myself, Ralph, and Pat, we went to this. I don't even know if you can call it a movie theater. It was like a, we were in a broom closet where we went to go see, uh, what was her name in that movie? Um, damn. Oh, um, <laughs> Raid the Redemption, the Revenge, something. Raid, Raid the Redemption. That martial art thing yeah. with all the, whatever those guys are? Yeah. Okay. The dudes yeah, that yeah, were yeah, in the, uh, they were in Han Solo's ship? Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they were in Han Solo's ship, yes. So we went to go see the raid, and uh, yeah, I, I did like the movie, but when we went into that theater house or whatever it was, I was like, are we in somebody's actual house? Because we went into a door, and it was like... <laughs> it could be. You know, when you go with Pat, you never know. You wind up in the director's private screening room or something at his house. Exactly. And they were, hey, Frank, these were chairs. We sat down on some chairs. Right. <laughs> and we're like, oh, God. And there was a movie screen, and it was like literally the walls, and it was, it was like you're in a hallway. Where it was just some chairs on this side, chairs on this side, a movie screen down there, and that's it. It was like you go through the curtain, you're like, oh, wait, what, what is this? What am I? You're waiting for they a reason. guard to show up or something. Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, I was like, Pat, where you got us, man? Is this a setup? <laughs> we were like deep in the city somewhere, too. I can't even tell you. Yeah, it recently closed that theater. It was, uh, you know, an old school relic. Yeah, they had a <laughs> lot of really old ass theaters there. I'm sure they still yeah. do have plenty of them. But... I, I had a sneaking suspicion we were in a former. Uh, Porno theater. I mean, it, that's what that's the feeling that you got. It's like, oh, this is where back in the '60s and '70s, where you had we were the only place where you can go to watch your little no-nos. <laughs> I think this was it. <laughs> I was always funny about that. Uh, you could drive through the one section there. You know, to get to where John used to work, you had to go through the tenderloin, basically. And it, at ten years old, that was just an amazing sight. There was just, you know, posters of all kinds of good stuff on the walls just in plain view, you know. And, and then, like, hey, what are those on the corner there? Are those, like, girl hookers or are those guys dressed as girl hookers? <laughs> you know? Some of both, son. Yeah. Some of both. Some of both. A little of both. <laughs> What's your play? Yeah. Me and Hart was working out the other day. And um, so I put it on. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the title was uh, Classic Hip Hop. So, you know, we go put on classic hip-hop, and the first song I hear is uh, Jay-Z's uh, Hard Knock Life. And I'm like, classic hip-hop? Wait a minute. That's just hip-hop. And they're like, no, sir. <laughs> Dude, that's a, that, that song's almost 20 years old. I was like, oh, my God. It's just... I always thought classic hip-hop was, you know... Yeah, you're looking for like yeah, some fucking Run DMC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Houdini yeah. and shit. Houdini, yeah. Houdini. That's classic hip hop. That's their Jay Z. That's classic hip hop. <laughs> classic hip hop cuts off around De La Soul, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, ooh. Scary. You know, I saw part of Breaking 2 the other day, and at the end where I flipped it through, is this. You know, gratuitous shot of gigantic, like fuzzy-haired Ice T with his sunglasses. I'm like, oh, look, it's the cover of Rhyme Pays, like six months early. <laughs> <laughs> Had that like that '80s '80s Ice T hair. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Not quite old, but was a little much. <laughs> and the shocking thing about Ice T is he's still 
on SVU. Yeah. I'm like, damn. I'm what? like, this Shit. man. Just getting paid. Yo, man, I need to get paid because. Hey, man, that mom order money must be real good. It was good enough for him to make another baby. He's like, all right, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they already said Coco a bad mom. I'm like, damn. <laughs> She's been a mom for like a month or something. It's hard to judge that. I'm but, but on the other yeah, hand, did we really mom. think Coco was going to be a great mom? <laughs> did she lose her dog a bunch of times? <laughs> you can't keep track of the dog. You got problems when you got a baby. <laughs> I mean, first of all, her name is Coco. <laughs> that should tell you something right there. But I'm like, give the lady a shot, man. Damn. Because I've seen some, I mean, I don't want to put nobody's names out there, but uh, back in the day, there were some really, like, horrible moms because, you know, the guys try to do their best at being positive dads. You know, they were young dads, and, you know, I know, like, Harwin, you know, that Ariel puts a baby, baby, you know, you're pushing around in the malls and still got to do your shopping, still got to do your stuff, you know. Yeah. You're doing this, the visitation thing. You're trying to be as best you can, responsible, and all that. And that's the kind of stuff that we perpetuated, especially in the, you know, early, mid-90s, you know, when they had the kids and stuff. But then there were some girls that were hanging out with us, or we'd be going out and dating, and then... You'd be with them for like, I don't know, a couple of months, and then you find out that they have kids. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> Where are these kids at? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're out in the street all the time. What the fuck are your children? Yeah. I'm like, no, that's yeah. Me. Me. What kids at? He was like, oh, this is my kid. You look at the kid. He's like, seven. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell, man? You had no idea. Yeah, I mean, young parents. Back in the day, you would have kids at under 20, but you would also have a career around that time, too, or, you know, be in the armed forces. Now, you're a, basically a kid until you're damn near 30. People aren't moving out of the house until they're, you know, on their third kid. You used to be able to get started and then make a steady progression so that as you had, you know, the family getting bigger, you were usually earning more and so on. Whereas now it's not that way, right? You, you, you're earning the same or less as time goes on and other things still keep costing more. And that's where most of us seem to find ourselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how these I people have here. babies at 45 and shit. Like, no, dude, that's bad. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it is one of those things where it's like, uh, I guess, like you say, like iced tea. It's like, fuck it, <laughs> you got that law and order money coming in, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. I could be 50 years old and have another kid. I mean, he can afford to have a living nanny for the kid and a living nanny to wipe his old ass, too. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be all right. It's like, you know, I need to make some future little ice so that there's some money coming in in like 25 years. <laughs> so well, hey, yeah, you never know. Future Just generations look at, look at Ice Cube. Yep, there ice you go. Ice Cube, man. It's good. There you go. That it's was like, that's Ice Cube making that money. <laughs> I'm sure he got that check. He's like, boy, I'm so glad I accidentally had you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the director's but, cut of that came out today. I got to check that out and see what they added. Oh, 
Yeah, I wanted to. I I was waiting for that to come out. That's definitely going to be one that's going to be in the uh, in the video library. I'm not just going to rent it or Netflix it. I think I need to have. I want to know what the other stuff because there's a part of me that that feels like it's still not going to have everything that we wanted to know about what happened. You sure. know, during those times. Yeah, I think it's only like 20, 25 minutes extra, but that's still cool. But yeah, they could do another three-hour movie and still not cover everything. They will. Yeah. And then there's that whole thing where I don't know if he has a case or where it's going, but uh, Jerry Heller is supposed to be suing the, um, if it's the production company or somebody because he didn't like the way he was depicted in that movie. So you made me look too Jewy. Well, dude, <laughs> you know, you'd made you look yourself that way, you fuckhead. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, he's not going to get very far with that lawsuit. But yeah, I did see that that's going on. Good luck with yeah. that. Yeah. I, I didn't see that um, the documentary that they have uh, in the works too. I mean, Welcome to Death Row was good, but they've got another one coming out at some point in the future that has even more juicy stuff in it. And I love a good doc. Well, I mean, it was really good. I mean... My brother was more into it than I was definitely during that time. Like he was staying up with it while it was happening. But um, yeah, definitely that Welcome to Death Row and all the stuff that was going on at that time. It didn't seem, you know, pretty exciting, you know. And that, it was like a movie already, you know. When you were kind of finding out about it, you know, it, it seemed like a movie, and it was like real life. This was what was happening. Yeah, right. The, you know, asshole thug is still out there doing the same shit today. Or I guess he's probably in jail at the moment, isn't no, he? No, he's not. No, no, Shig's not, man. Last time I saw him, he was looking bad, man. He's passing out in court. He was like, Shig, Mr. Knight, he's, oh, I'm collapsing. He, he's trying to do everything he can to get out of the situation he is in. All that stuff got shit is out the fucking window. He looks like an old man now. He looks bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I probably could have talked a whole fucking hour, hour and a half, just about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the no thing. Problem. Is, like, is that uh, that was our difference again? The last ones, you're like, yeah, that was a good movie, I guess. And I don't care to talk about it though, because whatever. But these you can talk about for an hour and a half, you know, and it's like, what happened this and what about this person? There's a lot more discussion going on. And that's what I was saying is that the kids now, like my kid comes home and he's like, oh, yeah, that's all everybody's talking about at school. And the, the girls at the table were saying this and this. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. The girls were talking about Star Wars all day? Yeah, yeah you know what? Uh, and that I have to say, you know, my, my daughter, 18 years old, saw the, took her to see the movie. She wanted to go see, see it again. We were actually getting there. I was about to get together with the guys. And when she was like, Dad, we were leaving um, my wife's job. She was like, yeah, I got this. Uh, I got my free movie tickets. So you want to go see Star Wars? And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I wouldn't mind going to see it again. <laughs> I, I can do it. I can see it one more again and then just be good until it comes out on DVD. Yeah. I did enjoy it. And then even when I told people, I was like, I don't want my excitement to oversell it. I would just say that I enjoyed it and leave it at that. But then after you watch it, if you want to talk about it, oh, man, I'll chop it up with you about it all day. You know, like I was saying before, even with all the plot holes, I still liked it. And it was a lot. 
You know what? There Especially after you watch it again. I maintain there are none, but you have to wait for the rest of the story because you're only in the first part. But everything that you think is a plot hole is a setup or as part of a deleted scene that really shouldn't have been deleted. But mostly. I'm going to go see it again. So we can, uh, on the next uh, get-together, we'll definitely uh, chop it up about Star Wars because uh, my one viewing was good, but um, I'm, I saw it on a late night, on uh, opening night, and that was like three weeks to go, so I need to get it back fresh in my mind. Yeah, it, you definitely you see more the second time because you are looking for different stuff, so yeah. Like he said, you yeah, sit there uh, the first time just waiting for it to start to suck, and then once it's over, you're like, oh, it didn't suck. Okay, well, now I got to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I waited too, and I waited because I, I, I saw it opening weekend the first time, and then last week, I just saw it again. You know what I'm saying? I'm, uh, I think we went on like a Tuesday or a, or a Wednesday last last week, and I saw it again. So and I, have, and I love yeah. hearing from people. I love hearing from people that have seen it twice or three times. It holds up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's there's versions available for external viewing, and uh, I think I've probably seen it about six or seven times now. It's still good. <laughs> All right. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, is that the, is that the official uh, Giamanco? The 700 million you did not get from me, but you did get at least thir- the first 13 bucks you got from me. Yeah, I went it went uh, twice in 3D, and I was still planning to go once in 2D when it hits the 2D theater here. But uh, yeah, but still, it was two going two times was like 85 bucks. Yeah. Now, who are you telling, man? I got a big family. You got a lot of people. And, exactly. and hey, we did not go to the... Th- I, I kiss my ass. We are not going to the 3D IMAX. Uh, not with, with my fucking clan. There's no What is that, like 25 hell. bucks a pop for that 3D IMAX? Probably? Something, I think it's 15, 15, 15, 15 something. Said it was 15, 15 here 15, for just 15. the regular. Oh, it's, it's yeah. 15, 50 for the for the IMAX, I think. I don't know. That's I'm, I'm not going. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I went to the matinee. Like I said, I went to the ma- Even the matinee one was like, I think it's like, what, eight bucks? Something like that? Yeah, that, that's just crazy. Oh, yeah. That's for the cheap one? What and the then, hell? And then hey, uh, we have $5 Tuesday. $5 Tuesday. <laughs> $5 Tuesday. Yeah, I think that might be well, why we don't go as much, uh, other, than, other than the fact that there's more people to pay for. It's like, you know, remember when movies yeah. used to be three fifty, and that was like, damn, three fifty? I'm not gonna get, wait, get it for a buck fifty if I wait till two weeks for a move to the other place. Shit, you know, we could go all the time for three bucks. You don't go all the time for fifteen. Yeah, you don't. And I'm like, uh, you, you're talking with everyone. It's like a, I got a family of seven. So you buy the so, DVD for fourteen bucks. Just wait. <laughs> I, exactly. That's when exactly. I started. I got on the. I see everything four months after it comes out because it comes out again on disc, and I can get it for a hell of a lot less money. Well, and you know what? And it's really practical to to do like that. But I mean, I feel like 
when I was coming up, going to the movies was always something special. Like, all right, we're going to go to the movies. I used to really get excited about that. And to this day, one of my favorite jobs ever was when I worked at the movie theater. Oh, yeah. You know, even though, I mean, because I always say, you know, regardless of how much money you make, just what was here, you were just happy to be there. You know, it went to work and it wasn't work. You know, for me, it was the movie theater. And because um, I love movies. And, you know, a lot of my kids, you know, I got, you know, I, I, of course, you know, you, when you got a big family, you had some of them that could take it and leave it and some of them who really enjoy it, you know. Because yeah. I got one kid, he, he loves going to the movies. That's, he, he loves it just as much as I do. He got the same, my son Justice, my 10-year-old, he got that same passion for going to the movies that I do, you know. And even uh, yeah. my daughter, she has it just for the shit she likes, you know. If it's something she likes, like, of course, all the Twilight movies and stuff, oh, dad, can we go to the midnight showing it is, the midnight showing at Divergent and all that stuff. But everything else is just like, you know, she can watch it on the computer, you know. But I do like that experience. I like tricking the kids. Um, they're not all winners, though, and that's the part that really hurts when you go to a movie <laughs> and it does work. And you're just like, oh. yeah, yeah, you're falling asleep. I haven't done that yeah. since I was a kid, luckily, but uh, that used to always suck. Like, man, I paid money yeah. for this shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I paid money, and it's like, and it's like, you know, it's not the theater's fault. So I'm not gonna go. I want my money back. I demand it. I demand my money back. People, people but, still do that. People still do that. They want their money back because they didn't enjoy a movie. I'm like, man, you gotta just take that on the chin. You paid. We got you. I eat it. Yeah, that's not a good reason. And again, being on the on the movie theater side, I'd be like, look, I'll give you a free pass to come to another one, but look, we didn't make the movie. We just showing it here. <laughs> it was your decision. We didn't make you come in here. Yeah. I want my motherfucking money back. You take your three dollars seventy five cents and get the fuck up out of here. You bastard. Though I used to, uh, the one theater here, I used to bitch all the time at them because they would like fail to turn on most of their speakers and things like that. And, and that's the only time I ever asked for anything. Okay. Like we watched Harry Potter through yeah. the center channel and none of the sides or subs were on. I was like, that was good. So it was all dialogue yeah. and no effects. Well, <laughs> yeah. In, in, in that yeah. case, I can understand okay. that. Yeah. Ten yeah. Yeah. The movie otherwise, keeps flickering otherwise, out. you can't be asking for money back on that shit. If something breaks, all you right. remember uh, back when it was actual projectors, and you'd be watching a movie, and it'll start to dim, and then it'll and then it'll brighten back up, and then you're watching it, and the movie's slowly dimming, 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 and then it'll start brightening back up. And I'm like, I think the bulb is going bad <laughs> in the projector because <laughs> this is uh, I'm trying to watch this movie, and this is really starting to annoy me because it goes down just enough <laughs> where you can still see what's going on, and you're about to get up out of your seat to go complain. And then it brightens back up. You're like, okay. <laughs> and then everybody's looking around like, all right, who's going to go? All right, out of all of us, who's going to go talk to management right now? Because I don't want to miss this shit, but this is getting annoying. Yeah. Uh, man, you got two more of those to happen, and then I'm going. <laughs> shit, now all they have to do is going. push buttons and go. It's all easy. I know, right? I'm saying everything is all digital now. I mean, it really takes away from the movie magic when you go upstairs, and it's like you guys are really, literally just playing DVDs. Yeah, they don't have to load or you know. There's no cut editing yeah, there's together. No there's none of that shit. Yeah, 
get out the cut it. I mean, I mean, that was the magic. You going up into the projectionist room and you just got film going from one end of the of the of the room all the way to the other, and all these projectors are going and it's all this stuff, and you have that has that smell of the you know you can smell the film you know coming out of the, the canisters and stuff that um, whatever that stuff that they package it in. Yeah. And wasn't that cool too when you would get the uh, get those huge uh, film rolls too, uh, your delivery day or whatever, and they they yeah. drop off the film. They come in, they come in those big metal boxes with the locks on it, and they're like ah, taking them up to the projectionist room. I remember we had Batman, and everybody was all excited. Man, we got Batman, like <clears throat> cracked it open. Smell that? It smells like success. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. now they just have hard drives. L- literally, the movies come yeah. in on a hard drive with an encryption key, and they're good to go. I have my, uh, I have that teenage boy thing I need to do. I need to sit down. Oh, yeah. Talk to my son and have that. I got to have the talk. It's time to have the talk. You know what? He's probably going to have to have a talk with you because he's the one that's doing stuff, <laughs> allegedly. Well, here, here's the thing. Well, I, I hope that God, I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea what he's doing. I, I need to talk to him. Um, clearly, he must have, uh, he must, he must be having thoughts about something because he uh, did find in his room um, a condom. Now yeah, that's good. That's good. That in itself doesn't necessarily mean anything. He could have got it at school. They could have passed him out. Who knows? Just, I, I mean, I do have to talk to him about it. But if he is thinking about it, or if he is actually active, I do need to talk to him about you know not being sick of that. Yeah, taking care of yourself. You know, sometimes you know it's not like these kids can't do. Uh, you know, simple math, and you're like, wait a minute, I know how old this kid is, I know how old you are, so what are you talking about? You know, you need to wait. Yeah, yeah I was I was damn near 20 when I first uh, had my first taste, <laughs> no pun intended. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that was the... That was the the, uh, the bad after school special. Ralph waited all the way in until then, and then yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't think he waited because he was fucking uh, trying to wait. He waited because there was no fucking <laughs> opportunity to fucking <laughs> stop waiting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Plus, there's the picky factor. Like, well, no, no, there was a, there was a couple of opportunities that he let go, and I think it was due fear. I think fear gripped him. Oh, yeah. and, he, he, he let a couple opportunities go. That's that's true. That I, know, is true. I know I skipped a couple of girls who I probably would if they asked. You know, when I was an older person, would have said, "Oh, sure," but I said, "No, I'm I'm waiting for something better." When I was young, you know, <laughs> before you know any better, yeah. and you're like, "Oh, fuck, that was stupid. I should have just gone for the the numbers rather than the quality." You know, <laughs> I'm not the that guy that can exact, wait for the quality. You know? <laughs> this is the exact message that we should not be sending. But yes. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for our kids, but in retrospect, that's what we know is true. Even though we'll tell the kids the opposite is the case, right? So we got in this mess. <laughs> yeah, 
day, man. <laughs> I tell you what. I don't know what's worse, though. I mean, having a boy with a loaded pistol out there, just, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, it's just, I, I, I think just worrying about your girl. I, I remember worrying, just worrying, 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 worrying about the girl, you know, thinking everybody's trying, you know. The boy on the other side, he might want to stick it in everything, but it's like, he's not going to be getting that many opportunities. But I hit my girl off, she has to yeah. walk into my room. <laughs> and they got six mm. people trying to do your baby one. All she's trying to do is, you know, get to her desk, you know. Yeah, I know. God damn. And I, I don't know how how it is now. I mean, it seems like dudes are uh, kind of aggressive now. <laughs> like, they really? Like, they seems like girls are kind of aggressive now, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And whatever they used to say and still say sometimes about the, the clothing and stuff, you know, the, the level of that's not too slutty now is like, a hundred times sluttier than what they used to get away with when we were kids. It's like, man, I wish we'd have had chicks in like, you know, half shirts and yoga pants in front of us bent over all day. I would have come to school every fucking day. The yoga pants, the little dancer shorts, the the little boy shorts, (laughs) wearing the pajamas, the loose fitting, all of that. It's just yeah. You know, I mean, we might crazy. get a girl in tight jeans or an occasional short dress. That was it. That was it, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And they'd get yelled crazy. at. Yeah, they'd get yelled at for that being too short or whatever. Like, shit. These girls now just might as well start showing up in G-strings pretty soon. You know? <laughs> Hope yeah. your daughters grow yeah, out that's before that's that happens, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> they're done with... Oh, God, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> It'll still take another 20 years. You're safe. Yeah. yeah you, would, you would hope so. You would hope so. By the time the, that, like, you know, Kanye and Kim's children are running for president and shit, then that's the world would be <laughs> fucked that way. Right. Yeah, Kanye will be on his fourth term. <laughs> They just had another baby, I saw. I didn't even know she was pregnant. So that's, at least they didn't have t- constant updates about that. But uh, so, well, what are they going to call this yeah. one since they had North? Maybe they could call him South. But So it would be really cool if he called him Wally and he grew up to be the Flash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wally West. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, um, that that was weird about that first pregnancy where they were like the constant updates. I mean, I I damn near quit Facebook because of it. <laughs> it would have been awesome if at the end the baby popped out of her ass, though. Just like, poof. that's why that was growing so big. Oh, okay. <laughs> or like Quaid yeah, from, uh, from Fire Squad, <laughs> from, from uh, Total Recall Quaid. <laughs> Wade. Yeah, Kwatu, that's him. He goes out of her ass and just and like is looking for Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> get your ass to Mars, indeed. <laughs> get that ass to Mars. <laughs> get that ass to Mars. That's cool. Eh? That girl could be literally a talking ass and she would be no less popular. Oh, yeah. Well, that's. 
you gotta, uh, I mean, say what you want. I mean, they, they have the ability to have made something out of absolutely nothing. Oh, they have expert marketing, yeah. Yeah, like, wow. The way they're just still going, it's kind of crazy. But people are still, yeah. like, if well, these people are still interested in that crap, then they'll get it. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy. I don't like, see it. Yeah, you know, I don't uh, see it. Two fifty two.
I'm Donner. Pull yourself together.